You're listening to the Loot Page Podcast. This week's guest I'm super excited about. Um, they are basically a leader across every social media platform out there. This guest has got over 120,000 subscribers on YouTube at the time of recording this. Over 170,000 followers on Instagram. Over 1.1 million followers on TikTok. The queen of social media, Rachel Peterson. And we speak about how to stand out and get attention on Instagram. Welcome to the Luke Page Podcast. I am here to inspire people to live a life that they love. It's why I do what I do. Join me on the pursuit of my life's vision and my own business success through meeting amazing business owners, entrepreneurs, and forward-thinking people that are here to make impact and change the world. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Yay. Thanks for coming. <laughs> you do, are you doing back-to-back um, podcasts today? Yes, and we have Buffer built in, and we had one person go way over, even beyond the point where I was dropping, okay, we're past my hard stop. I need to go, and then he asked yeah, six more yeah, questions, yeah. and I was like, I got to go, bye. <laughs> but you know how it goes. So, yeah. yep, back-to-backs. Well, so, uh, thanks for It is official. You yes. are my um, You're my biggest guest today, so I'm super pumped. It's <gasps> like... um. Thanks. I think about six weeks ago, roughly, I, I, I said that I really want to focus on getting bigger guests. And then how's this for coincidental? Wow. I reckon like a week later, for some reason, I was checking my junk folder in my emails, which is how often do we check junk folders? And then I had an email from you saying, Rachel Peterson is doing podcasts. And I'm like, <laughs> man, I'm jumping on this thing. And I got chosen, selected. So real pumped. Thanks so much for coming on. Yeah. Amazing. Um, Thank you for having me. Thing, yeah? Let's do it. Um, let's not waste anything. I've got this is like my burning question. It's like yes. Instagram, right? You're you're on when it comes to social media, like you're like you're so good on it when it comes to TikTok, Instagram, everything like that. When it comes to Instagram in particular, there's like over a hundred million posts being shared every single day. So, mm-hmm. you know, my audience of coaches generally making between zero and two hundred K a year. And especially for like the earlier stage coaches, it's like they're creating all this content. They got all this expertise and they want to let it out to the world. But it's like, how the hell do I get my voice heard and how do I get noticed out of everything else? When there's, when there's, you know, over a hundred million posts going every single day, what have I got to do? What have I got to say? What have I got to show? What the hell do I got to do? So what is it? What's your advice to that person, Rachel? Oh, this is tough because I have a love-hate relationship with Instagram, which you may know, or at least some people listening may know. (laughs) We break up every few years and I just literally disappear from the platform. Um, What's really interesting is Instagram is in a season of finding itself again. And so they're trying everything. That's why we're seeing new features. They're testing new things. They're trying anything because TikTok came on the scene and just like disrupted them so much so that Instagram literally said TikTok will never um, succeed internally. And they allowed TikTok to run ads on their platform. And they were like, oh, it'll never be a big thing. And all of a sudden it's there. So everything you see on IG Reels and IG Reels are dominating um, without a doubt. I mean, it's becoming a video platform first. Um, And even Adam, 
the head of, I think, creators on Instagram, he said, yeah. we're going to prioritize video. So when they say that kind of thing, it means that's what people are paying attention to. So get all in on video. Now, one thing that really, really helps is to understand that everything that's happening on IG Reels is a secondhand culture from TikTok. And so if you consistently create TikToks, yes, I'm actually saying, <laughs> the question was, how do I crush it on Instagram? And I'm saying create TikToks. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. you can literally grab your TikToks, remove the watermark. I use snap app on desktop, it's free. Um, and then repurpose them on IG Reels so that your content is being seen on two different platforms, crushing it on two different places. You're actually stronger with less risk in case either one of them were to ever shut down overnight. Not likely, but it could happen. Um, but then you're actually ahead of things. So when I post reels on Instagram, almost every single time I lose followers first and it takes about a week. And then suddenly that video takes off over the next month as that trend goes from TikTok to Instagram. And then it starts performing because it was one of the earlier videos for that particular sound. Right. So when you say like you lose followers, why are you losing followers? Is Every single time I. Yeah. So, sorry. Oh, yeah, you're good. Every time I post content, I lose mm -hmm. followers for the first about couple hours, sometimes up to 24 hours, especially with reels. And then um, what happens is they start to gain traction and then you actually gain followers. So yeah. it can actually be a little bit of a mind mess at first. Um, but I took a really big note from founder who back in the day they were the pioneer of instagram and i kind of started studying their newer strategy a few months ago yeah. and they're posting tons of content every day i think on a low day they're posting five pieces of content and most days they're posting between 10 and 30 pieces of content yeah, right. and they have the most consistent growth but i guarantee you every time they post they lose some followers and then the post slowly gets traction because video is not just limited to 24 hours. It'll take off for days, weeks, and even sometimes months. Yeah. If, let's just say that you're someone that's focusing on, I mean, what's your, what's your um, view on the quality versus quantity thing? Both can work. Both Good can news. Work. Both can work without a doubt. So I do, I go back and forth between the two, just depending on where I'm pacing my energy. So staying sustainable is really important. If you burn out, there's no content. Yeah. So you've got to find a pace that works and adjust it in busy seasons. That is super important. So you do not end up like, I hate this platform, kind of like how I am with Instagram at times. So what's interesting is quantity can work. We have a client who still has never gone viral and they don't have a huge following, but yet the quantity game works wonders. Um, it's driving their bottom line and their overall user base in the entire United States. We've grown them by 300% uh, in just eight months of overall customers and users. And so it's wild because externally you'd think it's not crushing it, but internally it is. So quantity can work, but quality also can work really, really, really well, especially once you know what quality is. I recommend most people start with quantity so that they get data faster, they get that high volume so that they learn what works and what resonates with their audience. And then you can decide what combo works best for you. Yeah, it's um, with the, um, the quality thing. So mm -hmm. what would you say where there's, there tends to be a little bit of an argument where, well, okay, if I'm posting something, let's say I'm focusing more on quality, 
if I mm -hmm. post something today, you know, it, it's, you got to let it run for a bit. So if I'm posting something later on that day or even the next day, like I haven't let Instagram or whatever it is, TikTok actually throw it out. Do you, do you see that? Do you feel that's true or not so true? Not necessarily true. And here's why. Mm. When a platform is in chronological order, that's absolutely true. Because if I were to post 10 TikToks or 10 IG reels in a day, someone would be mm. like, blah, my entire feed is Rachel and I'm getting so annoyed and she's great, but this is too much. And then they'd unfollow. Yeah. However, even though Instagram talked about going back to an, uh, an in order or a chronological timeline or feed, I kind of have noticed that it's like they tested it and then they kind of like went back to what was working before. Um, and so I think they're still trying to figure out which one works best. But when it's non-chronological, it has a longer shelf life. It's going to reach a diff different audience and they can all take off at different times. So, for example, a video I post today might not get traction for a couple days or even a couple weeks. And I've had videos that were months ago that literally suddenly pick up and take off and reach 5 million views on IG Reels. So we've had that happen multiple times. And I've, I've realized that the truth is you can post as much content as you want, as long as it's good content, not garbage, mm -hmm. um, meaning just content about you and your life and not what you can bring to the person on the other side of the screen in their experience. Yeah. Um, but I'm a huge fan of recognizing that while it feels like there's a, such a thing as too much content, if you look at any platform that's growing quickly, I'm a big fan of looking at patterns. So for example, and I'll use YouTube as an example here, um, I studied the TEDx platform and they post as many as 30 YouTube videos in a day and they have so many followers, it's crazy and they're constantly growing because the truth is people are only gonna watch what grabs their interest and different videos might grab different people's interest. Just want to jump in and interrupt this amazing episode with some amazing news, which is on July 26, we are reopening enrollments to The Leading Coach. Now, The Leading Coach is our program that helps coaches grow a six-figure-a-year business. Now, if you're a coach of any sort right now and you're making on average between zero to $5,000 a month and you are seriously ready to take your business to the next level and live an extraordinary life because that's what we're all about, The Leading Coach, then right now you can join the notifications list. Now, when you join the notifications list, you basically get first shot and access when we open the doors. You get first access ahead of everyone else to, this, to the program page to find out what it's all about, what it includes, the investments, everything like that, and you'll be able to make an informed decision about if TLC is perfect for you and what you need right now in your business and life journey. So to join the notifications list, head to www.lukepage.com.au forward slash TLC. Going to chuck that in the show notes, but let's get back to the episode. Right. And getting back to like when you're saying how you posted something and you know, you lose followers initially. Mm -hmm. Why is that so? Is that because you're you know, you generally do share, which this is one thing I like about you, is that you, you share your strong opinions and views and they're controversial a lot of the time, right? Um, mm -hmm. They're confronting, they trigger people. So is, mm -hmm. do you feel that's why you tend to lose followers? It's definitely exaggerated in those cases. For example, like if I'm, if I'm going to post um, a photo or a video of like my mom's stomach, my postpartum mom's stomach, I'm going to lose somewhere between 300 and 800 followers every single time immediately. But then that same video could absolutely take off like that just happened recently. Um, and that 
ended up reaching 8 million people on TikTok and I want to say a couple hundred thousand on Instagram. So like combined, it did really, really well, but initially it didn't look that way. So mm. they ended up getting longer term traction. Um, I will say the more chill you are, which not everybody has chill. I really envy people who have chill. Um, <laughs> even though I think I'm chill, I'm not. Yeah. And so even like me sharing value can be kind of like a little bit in your face because I'm 10, uh, 15 out of 10 energy when I mm. share it. Mm. So I think sometimes people are like, okay, I kind of liked her for that one funny video, but this is a lot and yeah. they unfollow. Yeah. And I'm fine with that because the more I showcase who I am, the more we also in time magnetize the people who need to hear how I am and who I am and how I show up and share value. Mm. Do you think it's good to get unfollows? Like, do you think it's good to post something and get unfollows? <sighs> It's interesting because if I say yes, people will take it to an extreme and like go and post their most controversial views and all of that. And that can be wild. <laughs> so I think when you are sharing something you're passionate about, when you're sharing your heart, when you're sharing something you're comfortable sharing that might be controversial, I think at times um, unfollows can be okay because for whatever reason, it's just not a fit at this time. It's not a match. That person doesn't need the message that you're sharing or the way you're sharing it. I know I've unfollowed people for really silly reasons and it, yeah. it's not because I'm not their friend. I just don't need to see their content anymore. So I think that unfollowing can show that you're sometimes, I'm putting caveats and asterisks there. It can sometimes be an indication that you're becoming more and more you, which will repel some people, but it'll also attract others. Mm, I totally agree with that. I mean, if it's like, you know, if you're only posting safe things, mm -hmm. then why would people really unfollow you? You know, if you're really posting who you are, not everyone in the world is going to love your views, your beliefs and your outlook on life. So mm -hmm. I, I believe it that, you know, getting unfollows is definitely an indication that you're on the right track. Now, if it's an ex, like an you know, extensive amount, then okay, maybe you're going a little bit too far and crazy here. But yes. it's an indication that's good. <laughs> Um, so what you basically say, my original question was, okay, um, uh, how do we stand on Instagram? Mm -hmm. And you kind of started with, well, you should be on TikTok. On TikTok. <laughs> so yes. let's talk a little bit more like TikTok. So it, from what I've seen is that this seems like Instagram is copying everything that TikTok's doing. It's yep. almost like Which turning into TikTok. Smart. It's yeah. really smart of them, by the way. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Well, um, uh, so what talk to me more about TikTok? Why why should we why should if, if if someone listen to this and they're not on TikTok, maybe they are and they just haven't been posting. I've become lazy. I started a TikTok account uh, at the start of this year and I yep. haven't figured it out yet. Instagram is obviously where I'm more comfortable. Haven't figured out TikTok yes. yet. And I'm going through a little period right now where I'm just like, okay, what the hell am I doing? Who am <laughs> I over on TikTok? I know who I am on Instagram. TikTok, I'm just confused. <laughs> Yes. So like for people like me or people that haven't started a TikTok account or people maybe that have, but they're just not doing anything. What's your advice? Yeah. Beautiful. So number one, set aside a little block for studying. Um, and studying, I do studying on Fridays and I kind of rotate the platform. So on one Friday, I'll study TikTok and what's working now. Next Friday, I'll study Twitter. Um, the Friday after that, I'll study YouTube. And I just go through and constantly like, 
remind myself of what's working now and then allow that to inform my content coming up. So it's, it's kind of like the idea of there are certain things that can work on any platform at any time. And those are like the classics, kind of like a black shirt. This is pretty timeless, right? Um, mostly this could work in any era. And I always go to like fashion or hair because I come from the hair industry. So I am always like, that's an easy uh, comparison. So like a black shirt like this, I could film all my content like this and everyone would always be like, oh, it's still good. It's still evergreen. It's still, you know, it's a classic. Mm. That's kind of like when you're sharing certain types of value, when it's original audio, et cetera, it's not going to die out just because the trend dies out versus if I was wearing a super hot pink blazer with big shoulder pads, you'd be like, what, sorry, what decade are we in, Rachel? Like, what are you wearing? (laughs) Or you might be like, that's cool style. Right. (laughs) So what's interesting is both can work on TikTok, both classics, AKA original audio, evergreen value or education. Mm. Um, Trends can also work and sometimes they can be a fire starter for just suddenly attracting an audience. So I kind of like to combine both, but the best thing to do is study the For You page. So number one, go follow like a hundred people who you admire, whether it's celebrities, Mm. authors, speakers, thought leaders, and et cetera. Like go follow a hundred people that you like and then go push some buttons on their content. The reason for that is TikTok's really smart. Um, their, their algorithm's insane, their AI is next level. And yeah. so they're gonna show you more content like that so you can kind of get into the right niche versus otherwise you're gonna be seeing puppy videos and dancing bikini videos and random stuff. They're gonna throw everything your way until you craft your feed intentionally. And then go and study what content comes up on the For You page and notice the number of likes on each video. So if something has four figures worth of likes, five figures worth of likes, six figures worth of likes, or even seven, which is not the norm, go and look at that person's profile and see kind of, was this something that performed better than their usual or their average? And if the answer is yes, study that video. Take note of what they say, how they say it, the cuts in their video, what's in their background, like write down everything. What do you see about the caption, their hashtags? And I do this a lot. So it's called like pattern recognition and I'm a huge fan of it. And that makes a huge difference. So just study what's working and take as many notes as you can and do that for a few hours each and every um, week if you can, just to kind of get a feel for what's working to inform your next week worth of content. What would you um, say you got someone who with these trends, right, there really seems to be a division where people that love it, people yep. that hate it, people that are doing it, people that are refusing. Now, there's so many benefits in trends, right? And um, I know we've got yep. a couple minutes. So for someone that's refusing to do these trends, <laughs> you know, it's really the massive opportunity here. What do you say to people like that? It is tough because if someone hates trends, Mm. they're never going to feel comfortable doing them. Um, You could try and give them a challenge and say, I want you to record 100 trend videos and then I'll pick the best ones and use them. Um, But the truth is, I'm trying to think of something I absolutely hate. Um, Okay, eggplant. I hate it more than anything. So if someone were to be like, well, I can make you the best eggplant burger in the whole entire world. You won't even know it's eggplant. I've already got resistance. (laughs) And I'm going to be like, that's one of the only foods I don't like. And so why don't we just 
not <laughs> because there are so many other ingredients we could use. I hate eggplant. Um, maybe just don't. But if they said, try it and see what you think, I'm already going to have negative reservations about it. And that's true with creating content too. So you can get them to try, but you can thrive with uh, organic, original audio, evergreen educational content. You can absolutely thrive. If anything, that's the harder content to do well. Yeah. However, if someone is willing to do it or they start getting some track record or momentum doing that, keep doing that because if that's working, do it. Versus some people have built entirely with trending audio and people don't even know what their voice sounds like. That's fine too. Mm. A little better for an influencer than like a thought leader, speaker, author, marketer, business owner. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much, Rachel. You've got a book coming out soon as well. We do. It's called Unfiltered. Yeah. It comes out this September. It's exciting. I love the, um, cause it's how to start and grow a business by not following the rules. Love the tale by not following the rules. So excited. Mm -hmm. Thank um, you. Now, anyone that's obviously, you know, that doesn't know you, um, where mm -hmm. can they find you and check you out, Rachel? Really good question. Best place to find me is rachelpeterson.com. That's my website, all E's and a D. And my book, Unfiltered, forward by Russell Brunson, published by Hay House, <laughs> is available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble online for pre-order. Awesome. Thanks, Rachel. We've, uh, we've hit the mark to the minute and that's the way I like to roll. So, um, so thanks so much for coming on. <laughs> really, really appreciate it. Yeah. So it's Luke, been awesome. Thank you for having me. This was really fun. You asked really good questions. I don't think anyone's ever asked me questions quite the way you do, which I, I like. Really? It's a good challenge. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's given me some Amazing. confidence. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Rachel. We'll speak soon. Yeah. Thank you. We'll talk soon. Have such a good rest of your Wednesday, Luke. We'll talk. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hey there, hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Make sure you click subscribe to stay up to date with podcasts that I release every couple of weeks. And if you've enjoyed the, the episode, please, I really, really appreciate it if you leave me a review. And you can also find me on Instagram at Luke underscore page. <laughs>